He's a Miller Lite snob. Welcome to your football fantasy. You want to welcome us? No, I don't have the same enthusiasm that you do. I'm sick as a dog. You sick as a dog, folks? Yeah, let's jump in. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to your football fantasy. Did you get sued, by the way? New news update. Um, I went and talked to a lawyer. Uh-huh. I told him what's going on. Uh-huh. And he said, look into this for you. I'll get back to you. Give me a week. So it's still in hiatus. So we'll see. Have you you heard back from the guy who's going to sue us? Not. Uh-uh. All right. Mm-mm. I have not. Uh, speaking of the guy who's going to sue us, go find us on Twitter. Follow us Dweez, at DweezNuts on Twitter. I'm up to 119 followers. Ooh. A lot of them are like uh, dancers and Brazilian models. Sweet. They're just bare-ass begging for people to click on their... Uh-huh. Whatever happens, I don't know what happens when you click on this. You haven't tried. It's the sex trade. Okay. I've really tapped into the sex trade yeah. on on Twitter here lately. Um, it's great fun. They're very attractive. Have, you, have we got any uh, Yelp reviews yet? No. No. Yelp's no. No. <laughs> we don't have any reviews anywhere, which pisses me off. People, go find us somewhere. We're on Facebook. Your football fantasy. You can give us a review on Facebook. Go find us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts if you got your cell phone. Give us a review there. While you're there, follow us, subscribe. That would help. We, we, our listener base is growing very slowly, but you know we can speed that up if you write some nice things about us. We are great. Sometimes. We are great people. All right, let's dive into the show here. This week in football. We're going to talk news. What do you see in the news there, Wiz? Oh, I'm Dewey's nuts, by the way. This is Big Wiz, as always, joining yeah. us on the couch. Kerwin Williams to the Chiefs for a one-year deal. Is that big? No. Here's why it's included in the show notes, though. Uh, right at about that time, I think Andy Reid came out and said something about how he liked Spencer Ware. And people on Twitter went a little crazy. They all they all teamed up against Kareem Hunt. If if they went out and signed in Williams, we, we still, they already went out and picked up Damian Williams. Now Kerwin Williams, Spencer Ware is going to be back. Sharkandrick West, Sharknado, sorry, Sharknado West is still there. He's They're still real, there? real concerned that Kareem Hunt is going to fall off a map this year. So do any of these things? No, they don't you at all. I think we saw Sharknado before. We saw Spencer Ware before. We've seen all these guys before. They're third down Spencer, backs at Spencer best. Ware was. Pretty damn good when he came in his that, that year to show his Sharknado West. Apparently, he was you. he was for a little while. For a little while, yeah. Um, no, I'm not concerned. Those guys are pretty I'm not concerned either. Um, you know, Kerwin Williams, all he does is catch passes. So one of the things that I heard online was, you know, he's going to come in and take third down work away. But he's Kerwin Williams. Yeah. He's not going to take any work away yeah. from Kareem Hunt. He, those guys are injury guys. Reed has also said very clearly that he understands that he fucked up not giving the ball to Kareem Hunt <laughs> enough, and he wants to be make sure he's more involved in the offense. Actually, Speaking Matt Nagy said that he took blame for that. Did he? Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was his fault. Speaking of running backs, the Broncos released C.J. Anderson. This has been coming for a long time. For whatever reason, the Broncos have never liked C.J. Anderson, but he's a great running back. When he plays. He's elusive as shit for a short, stout, when, fat dude. When he plays. Yeah, so uh, he's gone. 
we're waiting to see who picks him up. I'm surprised he hasn't been scooped up yet. Makes me think maybe teams are waiting until post-draft to see what they can get. Sure. Uh, what do you think about the Broncos? What are they picking at uh, five? They're picking at number five in the draft. Are they going to take a running back? Are they I gonna think take they will go a still quarterback. I, th- I think he it was set mixed up Paxton Lynch. He mixed that, missed out other people. So It was set in stone that they were going to go quarterback before this. Yes. Now, I don't think they think Devontae Booker is a full-time pick. I think they still like Devontae Booker. Yeah, but as a f- every down all the time back? Yeah, he's every, a big guy. He, they've tried before, and C.J. Anderson outplayed him every chance he had. D'Angelo Henderson's the only well, other Devontae back Booker was also well, a rookie when, when Anderson really outplayed him. I would argue that both of them were kind of equal last year when they yeah. were playing. Yeah. I say they pick. I think they'll take a, a running back in the second round, maybe sure. third. So, you know, there's a lot of lot of guys here. We have yet to to see who's going to be the starting running back for this team. It's not. I think I don't think it's either of the guys on the roster. Uh, so I, my suggestion is this: like, if you're playing in a dynasty league or something, and you have Devontae Booker mm-hmm. on your roster, trade him now. I think there's a lot of value there. People are going to think that he's the guy. He won't end up being the guy, so you're going to get some value. You might be able to get something out of a trade. What do you think? Would you hold him if you had him? I would. I think I would offer the trade and see what you can get. I do agree with you that if you can trade away Devontae Booker, you're probably going to get more upside value. I'm not a big fan of the Broncos right now at all. Their offense is they have a bad offensive line. They have no quarterback. Sure. And they have they've got and they got Case Keenum. Case Keenum. I, I like me some Case. I don't Keenum. have a lot of faith in Case Keenum right now. I thought Case Keenum was good with that. I remember that was about it. So um, we'll see. I got Keenum. Where I got Keenum ranked. High up on my list, right? Oh, well, I got him ranked as uh, as number sixteen. I'm in the middle of the pack. So he's middle pack. I would have more than that. He's streamable. I don't know. You haven't finished your rankings for me yet. You lazy fuck. All right. So where do you think let's he's talk go? about? Yeah, let's talk about C.J. Anderson. Where is he going to go? Here's here's some teams that I've heard uh-huh. in conversation and discussion, which means nothing at all. Okay. Some teams that I that I like on this list. You know, he may go to the Giants. The Giant. We know the Giants are looking for a running back. Of late, it's it seems like it's written in stone now that Barkley's going to go at number two to the Giants. But shit, if I'm the if I'm the Giants front office, I keep that pick. I draft my quarterback and I sign C.J. Anderson. You have to worry about using up that. Pick. That's because you, can get you want Wayne Gallman on that over there. I do really want Wayne Gallman. Well, either way, you know you know he's gonna he's gonna get shit upon. Uh, the Bucks need a running back, probably worse than anybody in the league right now. That'd I think that's be a, a good landing spot, spot for spot for him. I'd love him to go there as a as yeah. a fantasy player. Uh, maybe goes to the Panthers. They're still looking for their their first and second down guy. Because... I think that's a good. That's another good upper landing spot. Sure. Just because again, I I don't think Christian McCaffrey can take the full load. No, he can't can't take a full load. How about the Cardinals? <laughs> I bet he could take a full load. How big? Peter North. Yeah, that's a big load. Cardinals would be a nice spot for him, uh, at, but that's not a good spot for him in fantasy. That would be a good spot for him for the fo- football Cardinals, not necessarily. The, he'd be a nice spell guy for David Johnson, somebody that can sure. take the load off him because you know they're going to be run the ball a shitload as after Sam Bradford gets hurt in Week Three. Maybe the Colts. I still think Marlon oh, Mack. I would still love to see Marlon Mack have an opportunity. But he's probably not somebody that you want to lean on as a three-down guy. So I would love C.J. Anderson there. The only other a lot of fantasy value there. Sure, absolutely. The only other places I've heard uh, the Bills as a shady insurance. Ugh, hate that because we hate the Bills. Yeah, we hate the Jay. Dolphins. We also hate the Dolphins. I do like Kenyon Drake, and I'd like to see him have an opportunity. But this is this seems like a, a fit for them. 
you know, the Dolphins did try each of the last two seasons to get C.J. Anderson. One when he was a restricted free agent, they gave him an offer. Does Gase like him that ago. much? Apparently, Lo- yeah, loves him. All right. Lo- I mean, he coached him, right? Coached him for a while, so he knows something about him. Or did uh, Peyton Manning coach him? A little bit of both. All right. All right. Uh, we'll see what happens there. That, I'm I'm gonna make the guess here that it's not gonna happen until after the draft. How about Brady and Gronk? MIA. They, neither of them will commit to playing next. They're following year. the T12. Uh, Medicine, right? What's Alex Guerrero? Nobody gives a shit. They're going to play. They're both going to play. It was yeah. it was news because it's a couple of weeks before the draft and there's nothing to talk about. Kay. Brandon Marshall got cut. Yeah, I, we don't I, care. I, I saw that I coming a long time ago. I can't believe he's still playing. I think I saw that a lot, coming a long time. You don't think he gets picked up anywhere? No. He does want to play. He's got mental problems. He's a basket case. He creates problems on the team. Yeah. What You tell me what team would find value in that. There's little to no value left there. He doesn't. He, he couldn't even get open last year. No, because he's slow. But he'll push a guy around. For yes, sure. ab, that's true. All right. You know what? what segment's next? And now for more dumb shit I heard this week. So yeah, some dumb shit happened this week. As always, of course, some dumb shit happened. I'm going to start with the second one on the list here. For the very first time in the history of this great country. Uh, in the history of the White House Correspondents' Dinner, a great tradition, a great White House tradition, the sitting president decided that it was it was worthwhile to host a uh, Playboy writer at this at this. What's the Playboy writer? I don't know, but we're really classing it up, is what I'm saying. Karen McDougal, the one that's suing him. I very highly. Are you bringing politics into the fantasy football discussion? I just think it's a classy move, and I'm glad Playboy finally gets a seat at the table. Huh? Politics in fantasy football. Maybe that's a good discussion point. Um, I think it's real dumb. Let's move on. <laughs> it's Sunday night, people. Let's move on. Uh, the Eagles cornerback, Daryl Worley, who has uh, been cut from the team. Yeah. By the way, this after after this happened, he got cut from the team. Here's what he did. Understandably so. Here's what he did. Uh, while driving on the highway, he passed out. I don't know if he was not moving or where he had parked or what, but his car was parked in the middle of the highway. He was passed out at the wheel. The cops showed up. Was he sober? Of course he wasn't fucking sober. The cops showed up, drunk as shit, right? He got out. He got all He got all aggressive. Yeah. He got tased. They obviously found a gun on him after nice. they tased him and nice. threw him in jail. Yeah, he, he's been cut from the team after this really bright move. R- remember, they traded, the Eagles did, they traded for him about a month ago. They traded away Torrey Smith. To pick up that was the benefit of that deal. Is that they wanted they wanted him that bad that they gave away Tory Smith. They were going to let Tory Smith go. Sure. So the, they so they threw out I guess some trade offers. So uh-huh. they got some. They almost got something for Tory Smith. I bet the other team actually feels better about that deal. Oh now. yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you pass out in a stopped car on the middle of the highway? You must be loaded. Yeah. Well, there. I'm not sure with what, but a lot. Yeah, that's some dumb shit. That's it. Let's move off the dumb segment shit. segment of the week. Oh, wait, I got to drop for that, too, now, I think. Segment of the week. I do not, because I couldn't understand it. Segment of the week. I couldn't understand it when my, my very, very small son tried to say it into the microphone. We're going to talk about the NFC West today, right? Yeah. That's a, bo- that's a lot of baby laughing. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't the drop for this one, but that's all right. It was good enough. 
yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna continue our talk. I know everybody's talking about draft preview bullshit. Everybody wants to make predictions about where these kids are going. I don't care. I'll talk about where they're going after they're there. You know, I don't want to. We can spend all day guessing. I know fantasy football is a game of guessing. There's plenty of guessing to be done in the year. If I, I could just wait a week and find out where these guys are going, I'm real fucking excited about that draft, though. Are you? Do you like to watch the draft with uh, the NFL draft? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very entertained by it. You watch all three days? No. Just day one? Yes. And I do not watch the entire draft because it's like five hours long. Um, I can't believe that people actually go to the draft and hang out and cheer. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see you doing that. I tried so hard to go last year when it was in Chicago. Or do it. Two years ago when it was in Chicago? Last? Two years was ago. It, whatever it was. Two years ago. I tried so hard to go. I couldn't. I couldn't. You could have been one of those guys cheering or heartbroken. Scr- I couldn't scrounge up a ticket. Huh. I, did, I didn't know where to look. How do you find a fucking ticket? Anyway. Um, I love the draft. I'll watch every, I will watch every pick of the draft. Yeah. Or at least it'll be on in, in, on the... For three days? On the TV in the background while I'm playing with the kids. All right. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You want to watch that first round together? Make a bunch of bets Maybe. and get fucking wasted? Good. All right. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. This Thursday, right? Yeah. Uh-oh. You're in trouble. I gotta go out of town Friday. Oh, you're in bigger trouble. Let's talk about the NFC West. Yeah. Brilliant. As we've been doing here, you know, in our little series, division by division, we will tell you players we like as value picks on each of these teams and players we don't like, uh, not necessarily because they're bad football players or even bad fantasy players to have, but there's just not a lot of value where they're being picked in drafts right now. As a disclaimer, we use Fantasy Calculator's ADP. Uh, which you it's know, because fancy pros can't get their shit together. Fancy pros ADP is still showing last year's stuff. So Gotta get their shit together. I think it said Jimmy Garoppolo was the 65th quarterback yeah, being drafted. Didn't make sense. It's not right. Uh, let's start off here with the San Francisco 49ers, a team that has made a lot of moves in the last half a season and off season. Uh, who do you got as your best potential value pick based on where they're being drafted? On the 49ers. I think the whole team is value right now. Um, just because the, I don't think anyone's going to be that high. The highest one will be Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, I think he's QB number nine according to your ADP. Mm-hmm. Um, nine might be might be right, might be might be low. I, I don't know. Um, he did average 16.5 points per game over the five games that he did play. If you average that over the entire season, they would have finished QB 10. So he's probably at value right there. Yeah, uh, probably a little bit. I think it'll, it'll increase a little bit better just because of they'll probably put up more points. Right. Mark that down, even though they put up a ton of points when he did play. I mean, I like I I've got Garoppolo ra- rated ranked as my number eight quarterback of yeah. the year. I think you've got him as your number nine. Yep. So he's going right where he should. I don't know that. I don't know. I, we like him as a fantasy player. Where he's going right now, he's the value that he should be. I don't think you're getting a ton a ton of value if you pick him there. Not that it's a bad pick, but not a ton of value for me. I like Marquise Goodwin here. Like you, I like a lot of players on his team. Goodwin's going 45. As I've said earlier on this podcast, in the five games that he played with Garoppolo, he was a wide receiver eight in PPR. They clearly clicked quickly. Ooh, that was fun to say. Quickly? Clearly clicked, clicked quickly. quickly. Yeah, that was great. Good. Uh, they built a rapport, which is very important, especially on a team that has, is building, growing, adding weapons all the time. Um, so I think there's some value at 45. Will he finish somewhere in the top 10? No, hell no. That's not the kind of wide receiver he is, but he'll finish better than 45 is my guess. I also like, I like McKinnon here. His, his stock is rising. I think in the past week, 
Where's he going to end is the question. With in the past week, he went from being drafted 28 running, 28th running back to the 21st. Okay. Which is starting to push it. I've got him ranked as my 15th running back on the year. Uh, so there's still a little value to be here, had here. you got some stats in here. you want to tell us about yeah, why we like Yeah, a couple good McKinnon? ones here. Uh, Garoppolo, when Garoppolo started in his five games, the team averaged 20.5 point points per game. Which teams is, that score points have fantasy points. players that yes. score points. You're that was right. only behind the Rams, folks. And they during those five games, they played against number 2, 9, and 12 defenses. So just they put up points against good teams. Matt Breda and Carlos Hyde combined for 30.8 opportunities per game. Yeah, his name is Breda. Breda, whatever. Who cares? Although he has, could be value, too. 30.8 opportunities per game, and McKinnon is going to take that over. He's going to be a clear number one running back for that. They're going to give him the chance. They paid yes. him. They paid him. And Lynch came out, John Lynch came out and said, right, when the free agency uh, went down, that McKinnon was the only guy that they looked at. Who knows how true that was, but they decided that he was the guy that fit their offense best, and they went after him, and they got him. So you have to imagine he's going to get the chance, as long as you don't fuck it up. Uh, you know, if I, he stays I, healthy, I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities. He's going to get, and he's 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 not had injury issues his whole career, so we'll see. Uh, he he is going to get a lot of opportunities catching the ball out of the backfield. I think that's a really good point, which we love in a, in a PPR setting. Yep. I do like Breda as well, though. Breda's being drafted outside of top fifty-five running backs, and he finished tenth uh, in yards per carry last year. Didn't get a ton of opportunities because Hyde was such a workhorse, but when he did get the ball. Uh, he he produced right. Isn't he, he four... currently third in the depth chart though? Where is he at? Or is he two? He's two. You're talking about Jamal. What's his name? Yeah, he's Breda's two. Well, the other Bray guy didn't two. play okay. at all. He got hurt in what training camp? Gotcha. So uh, that may shake out differently. Sure. I don't know, but when Breda got opportunities last year, he he produced. He performed well. Four point four yards per carry over his limited limited opportunity. So you like to see that. Hopefully the coaches give him a shot, at least as a number two. Again, McKinnon is going to get a ton of the work, but Breda might be a nice little flyer on your team. Once again, Dwee's Nuts takes a flyer. I love to take a flyer. Matt Braid is another one of them. If I could have a team that was just flyers, you have a bunch of you'll, you'll finish in last place. I would always finish in last place, but one of the, one or two of those flyers would do really well, and I'd feel great about it. Anyone overvalued for the 49ers? One of these days, I'll join a, a Devi league. You know what that is? No, it's a developmental league. You get for to, your own brain. You get to own a college fo- yeah. fantasy football team Sign and a pro me up team. For that. And your college guys graduate onto your pro team. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's a fucking Anyone flyer. Anyone overvalued for 49ers? I can't, I can't really find one. Neither can I. Jimmy GQ, he's the guy that's right at where he should be valued. If he moves, if his stock moves up much more, okay. The one guy that I would say watch out for is McKinnon because his stock is rising so quickly. You know, if he ends up being drafted inside the top 12, you're going to pay too much for him. And he might. If you had a dynasty league, would you take him? <sighs> I do have a dynasty league. Where'd you take him? Folks, we're going to be talking about this next week, maybe. Maybe. But Big Wiz and I started our very first ever dynasty league. We're going to be managing it together. Develop, uh, uh, we're going to do our startup draft starting um, the Monday after Where the draft. Where would you so, take so McKinnon we'll talk a lot about it. I like McKinnon as a young guy who, who's got, going to have an opportunity. I have no idea where I'd take him. Something to think about there. That is something. To, we'll talk about it later. All right. Give me the Cardinals. Other team in the NFC West. Um... Yeah, I wasn't finished talking about McKinnon. Come on! We gotta keep going! Alright, let's move on. All I wanted to say is this. McKinnon's one of these guys for the past few years that there's somebody in your league 
that has always loved him. I don't care who you are. There's somebody in your league that latched onto this guy a few years ago when AP first got hurt, and McKinnon and uh, Matt Asiata were the yeah. two guys. So that guy's going to draft him higher than running back 21. So that's your concern with him. So he might end up being the most overvalued. Okay. We'll move on Fair to enough. the Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals don't look to be uh, a real contender next year. No. If Sam Brad, well, for the games that Anyone Sam Anyone on the Bradford, defense that you would pick. I don't pick defensive players, so why would I pick the defense? Because there's no one on this team worth picking. Patrick Peterson's still on this team if I... Yeah, yeah he's a great player. Yeah, he is. Yeah. as I, I think if Bradford can stay healthy in those early games, they'll do well. I think they'll score points. Bradford's a, de- a good quarterback. Yes. Once he's he goes played. once he goes down, forget about this team. Yeah. Um, I do think there is a little bit of value to be had here. Larry Fitzgerald is just like... Just like Mark Ingram, every year he's vastly undervalued. He's disrespected by fantasy players everywhere. He's being taken as a wide receiver 19 right it's now. pretty high for me. He's uh, he's very fucking good. He's always been very fucking good. That good? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think he needs, um, what, 700 yards to, to jump to the number two spot on all-time receiving yards this year. Behind Jerry? Yeah, there's nobody else on that team worth giving the ball to other than David Johnson. I think Larry's going to get a lot of looks. He can still get open. Total he, yards, 15,000. That is a lot. He's got a lot of yards, a lot of catches. He's 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 been productive since he came into the league, every year. His, his TDs are dropping off and have been for quite a while. That, sure. That's concerning to me. Yeah, but he'll, his, ca- he'll catch the ball a lot. How many catches did he have last year? Yeah, he, for the last three years, he's caught over 100 balls. It's still pretty good for a guy who, who clearly is not well past his prime at this point. In a PPR league, if you're catching 100 balls, you're better than the 19th wide receiver. Last year was his third most uh, third most uh, targets ever. How many? 161. Jesus. Yeah. And 1,100 yards. Still, and still pretty so good. So part of the reason there was like John Brown was hurt the whole year or his sickle cell, whatever. Yeah. He was the only receiving option that was consistently on the field. That doesn't change. He's still the only receiving option worthwhile on this team. So I, I like him for 140 targets, 100 and maybe 45 targets, and he'll get you catches. He's better than the wide receiver 19 to me. Okay. I guess I'll, I'll listen to you. I'm not sure I'm sold on that one, but okay. There, there is, other than David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald, nobody's being drafted by fantasy players anywhere. That's why I was team. asking your defensive players. Patrick Peterson might play both ways. I don't know. Joke. Ha ha. Yeah. I wouldn't draft him. <laughs> I'll put him at tight end. Yeah, there you go. So there's nobody overvalued to me because there's nobody being drafted. Yep. Nobody being drafted high enough to be considered overvalued. Give me the Rams. Move on to the Rams. Gurley is good. This one might be a nice little discussion that we have here. This will be a good discussion. I see what you put on here, and I'm very curious to hear some of your, some okay. of your arguments. Let's start with best potential value pick. Right. I, we've, we've got two receivers on here. These guys are going back to back pretty much. I, I like Robert Woods. He's being taken as a wide receiver 40. You've got Cooper Cup being taken as a wide receiver 38. Make your argument for why Cup is a better value for your team than Robert Woods. Well, like you said, they're basically the, they're the same ranking, theoretically, right? Yeah. Um, Cooper Cup is a starter. Robert Woods is not. Cooper Cup starts is going to start opposite of Brandon Cooks. Cooper Cup is going to play in the slot. Cooper Cup is not going Robert Woods is going to play the slot. Unless Cooks is. Cooper Cup is not a slot guy, buddy. Um, how many targets did Robert Woods have last year? Not many. Not many. You know how many Cooper That's Cup had? Not. 94. What, what if Woods have 80? 
85, somewhere in there. Yeah, 85. Those are pretty close. Close. Um, Cooper Cup is 6-1. He's, he's the red zone target. He had 23 red zone targets last year. Guess how many that was? Number four in the NFL, buddy. Guys, I just want to take... I that is damn good. I just want to take a time out here. And if you're listening to this, I don't know if it's still going to be the case, but do yourself a favor and look up any Los Angeles Ram on Player Profiler right now. I don't know if they'll change it before you do, but but you're in for a treat. Try try golf, Wiz. What, what, I don't understand the point of this right now. Look up, look up, Jared Goff on Player Profiler. Fuck. Like better While do. you do that, I will tell you this: fifty-four point eight percent of Cooper Cup's plays last year were run out of the slot. He lined up in the slot. Yep. He's going to be the slot guy. He's going to be, right now he's number two in the depth chart, buddy. Wood's going to be, yeah, Wood's going to be on the outside. Cook's going to be on the outside. Cup's going to be in the slot, which I think benefits Cooper Cup there. I don't hate him. Uh, but I like Robert Woods. Here's some stuff about Robert Woods worth telling you. I don't know why I go to your, that's great. They got this weird thing going on. That, that looks awesome. They, for all the Rams players, it's hilarious. All right. Uh, spend time Robert, looking- Robert Woods was a top 16 wide receiver in fantasy points per game last year. Top 10 in yards gained per route run. Gained a lot of yards every time he went out on a pass. Caught the ball when he was thrown to him. Top 12 in yards per target. Uh, he was the sixth best wide, best wide receiver in total QBR when targeted. Again, that means he catches the ball. He gains yards after the catch. He only had 85 targets last year, which is, you know, the knock on him. But Cup only had 94. But um, Cup has a more red zone targets than Robert Woods does. Sure. Yeah, he's a good red zone Separates guy. himself there. I, here's, look, we're, we're, we're quote unquote arguing here, but I think yeah. both of these guys have value. I don't disagree that Cooper Cup has value. In fact, if he starts in the slot the majority of the time, I think his value is significant. Okay. I think he's a great slot guy. How about most overvalued? Yeah. Okay, so I've got Goff here. Goff is being go- taken as a QB7. That's ridiculously high to me. He's Su- not number seven. It's super high. Yeah, yeah. the Rams had a great year last year, and he looked really good. But That good? Here's my favorite stat from the Los Angeles Rams last year. Todd Gurley had 788 receiving yards, which is a ton of yards. Todd Gurley also had 811 yards after the catch. Yep. So answer the question for me, Wiz. How do you have more yards after the catch than you have total not, receiving not yards? sure. It's because the fucking quarterback throws it to you behind the line of scrimmage on every fucking pass he throws at you. Okay. So you've got to gain three or four or five yards before they start so adding he's actually up losing yards. yards. What I'm saying is, Goff looked pretty good last year, but the players around him made him look that way. Todd Gurley made him look good. He didn't throw the ball 788 yards worth of receiving yards to Todd Gurley. He threw it backwards every fucking time he did. Okay. And Gurley went crazy. Uh, he was outside the top 20 in completion percentage last year. He was outside the top 20 in air yards per attempt last year, of course, because he was throwing it behind the line of scrimmage. I could throw a fucking... I can complete a screen pass. Let's in the not NFL. go that far. I'm not sure you could. Have a great arm. Um, he was... Question for you, Total though. team pass. So, not just... I don't only want to say that Goff was okay, made to be better by the players around him, but the Rams don't... Th- they're not a passing team. They're not going they? to be. Todd Gurley is an amazing running back. They love to run the ball. Uh, the Rams, they were outside the top 20 in total passing plays on the year. Yeah, they scored a lot of points, but they ran the ball a where, ton. Where, where do you think he's actually... Where would you take him at? To me, he's a screen. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's yeah I, I don't like him inside the top 12. I'll tell you where I ranked him because I finished my rankings. 
proud of you for Why that. Why don't you look at your rankings and tell me where you ranked him? I didn't rank him because he's not top I 10. ranked him in the top. I ranked him 19th. Okay. okay. I like him 19th. I would rank him ahead Just of... Just behind Eli Manning. I would rank him ahead of Case Keenum, but I... In, in I have ballpark. him one... I have Keenum 20. So okay. I have Goff right before him. So I agree with you completely. All right. Uh, that's my overvalued. Who's your overvalued guy? Todd Gurley. Dude, you just pissed off a lot Todd of fantasy Todd Gurley, folks. We just lost listeners. At number two running back and probably number two player overall, I like Todd Gurley. He had a phenomenal year last year. He had 19 TDs total last year. Six were receiving nearly 1,800 yards. Those are phenomenal numbers. Can't complain about them. These are some of the reasons why I think that just realistically, he's just not going to be able to repeat the, the, the same statistics. He's just not going to be the same running back he was last year. Um, one, I think, number to, that is key for running backs to pay, pay attention to is anytime they touch the ball over 300 times, um, it's a flag that will be raised. Typically, they have less production the following year. Last year, he had 343. Now, not, there, not exceptionally large. There are exceptions. Le'Veon Bell there is an are, exception. There are exceptions. But he might be the only one. I agree with you. I think Bell runs differently than Gurley. Gurley's, oh, yeah. Gurley, Gurley pounds people. Just runs it in there. Yeah. Also, in his last three weeks, between weeks 14 through 16, he combined for 107 points. Whew. Two of those weeks, he scored more than 40. Week yeah. 16, basically 50 fucking points. Yeah, I, know, I know that because I lost my fantasy championship to him. Yeah. To him. Yeah. Not to the guy who owned him. Just him. <laughs> One other thing I think is worth noting here, no running back since LT in 2006 and 2007 went back-to-back seasons as number one running back. Is that right? Yes, and I don't wow. see that happening again with Gurley. Keep in mind, they brought in Brandon Cooks, they have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Devon Austin, and they do have a Mike Thomas wow. from SMU, no. which is Southern Mississippi University, folks. His name is Mike Williams. They have Mike Thomas. Look it up. I'm not joking, they do. Maybe I wasn't wrong when I was. Maybe you kind of were half wrong. And they have Tyler Higby. I just think that realistically, Gurley's a great running back. He's going to produce. Just don't expect the same numbers. At number two running back, he's he's still a top five running back. That's too high. Let me tell you the most interesting thing about your whole argument here. And there were some very good nuggets in there. That's some good. I'm going to tweet some of that research out later. So tell me. Gets more followers when you tweet good shit. What do you got? The most interesting thing in what you just said is this. Mike Thomas from SMU, Southern Mississippi University. I'm look, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> fact-checking you right now on that. All right, go. What's God your... damn, they do. See, I was right. I take back my all of my apologies. No, all of your statements are wrong because you were talking about the wrong Mike wrong fucking Thomas. Receiver. I even said Mike and not Mike. And it was at Southern Mississippi University. Even so when I fuck up, I'm right. Yeah, maybe that's what From it was. actual Southern Mississippi <laughs> University. That's right. Wow. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you a Mike Thomas jersey. Yeah, All right. So what, what do you find interesting? In the most interesting thing about everything you just said, yep. and again, loaded with great information. That LT thing blows my mind. Are you sure that's right? That's right. Spit it out, Junior. So you're telling me that Gurley is is overvalued as a number two running back, even though I ranked him number two. You ranked him number two. Um, you ranked him in the exact spot that he's going, and now you're telling people that's too high. Where's your consistency, man? Consistency. Did you even look at your fucking yeah. ranking? I know. I, I realize this, but that's what I tell you. Is I just don't think... If you're going to take number two out of default because he's number two. Just don't expect him to have the same stats. L- look, look. He's not going to have the same stats. I, one, one, quick word Accurate of, statement. one quick word of advice for you. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not going to have the same stats. That's what I'm telling you. He's going to be overvalued on. Okay. But you ranked him there. Yeah. If you, I think what you're meaning to say, Jerry is, McKinnon might be number two. If if you expect 
a repeat of last year, you're going to be disappointed. That's what I just stated. Yeah. Let's move on to the last team in the division. And then we're going to leave you guys here because it's Sunday. I'm fucking exhausted. Oh, thank God. I almost fired a couple of people today. That wears you. That wears on you, man. Henry. Arthur. Local hero. Ooh, that's a new name of our fantasy football team. Henry Arthur? Henry A. Arthur. Local hero. Oh, man. Seattle Seahawks. Do you have any value on this team? You see any value being drafted where people? Yeah, are it's the two guys that you listed. Oh uh, man, I, I agree with both of them. That's that's the question. That, is, that which touches the heart. Which one's going to start? Yeah, we've got Mike Davis and Chris Carson here listed as the two guys. Carson's going as a running back, thirty-seven. Davis is going outside the top fifty-five. It doesn't matter whichever one of these two guys gets a starting role. Yep. There's going to be value there. Were they both rookies last year? Yes, that's what concerns me. I just don't know which one you actually want. We talked about. We talked about the coaching change there and the running style that we expect, the running game that we expect, and both of these guys fit that running style to a T. Both of these guys had played a little bit last year. They didn't get a lot of chance because, whatever, Carson blew something out. I think right? they both did, didn't they? Yeah, they both hurt themselves badly. Uh, I think Carson had 49 carries total. Mike Davis had 60 carries total. So, we, you know, they both looked good when they played, but they played on such a small scale it's hard to tell. Carson's listed as a starter. He is listed as the starter. Mike Davis is better in nearly every efficiency and productivity stat from player profiler. But again, such a small sample size, you have to trust the coaching staff ahead of uh, of, of what we see in the very in the very few things. You know, uh, we do know that one of these guys is going to be the starting running back. Whichever one is gonna is gonna is gonna be fine. That running back that that offensive line struggles, but the type of run game that they're gonna come in and institute, I think these guys will be okay. They'll be they'll be good running back threes for your fantasy team, whichever one it is. I think if you get them that late, that's phenomenal value. Great value, especially on Davis. If it's Davis after the fifty five, you can probably pick him off 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 of uh, the waiver wires. Great. If you want to draft Carson late round thirteen or something just to see if he's the guy, value. I, I, that's what I tell you. There's only 32 teams in the NFL. I, I can't see how one of these guys doesn't go top, doesn't become, doesn't go down to, to spot 32. Well, you know, you got Ingram and Kamara. You know? Okay. So there's 33. There's uh, there maybe. Either way, you're not. You're right. Wayne you're right. Gallman sitting over him. Ooh, ooh. I want to so badly say I'd take Wayne Gallman <laughs> yeah, over bet. these guys. I would now because I don't know which one's going to start. The nice thing about redraft leagues is your fantasy draft won't start until you have a pretty good idea of which one of these two guys is going to be the starter. You know, if you're drafting early, if you're in a dynasty league taking your taking your startup draft now or next week like we are, this will be tough. I'd like to draft one of these guys late. Okay. We'll see. Uh, overvalue on this team, who's getting drafted too high? Uh, if Doug Baldwin's really number 13 receiver, that's clearly way too high for Doug Baldwin. That's where he's going. He only had 75 receptions last year. Uh, he does get over 100 targets, but as we just talked about with, with Larry Fitzgerald, maybe 100 isn't, isn't that impressive if Larry's the last three years getting 160. I believe he only, I think last year he was down in TDs, I want to say, at, at, at six. And he's never, he has, I think he's been, he hasn't been over four, I think, was it three or four years ago he was over at 14 TDs? Yeah. But since then he's been at eight, nine, four. I, I just, and why are 13? I just don't see that as bad. The one thing you can point to, um, last year, part of the reason his touchdown numbers was down is because Jimmy Graham scored 10. Sure. Well, he's gone. Okay. So, that you know, you lose you lose a lot of red zone targets when he goes. Not that Doug Baldwin's Doug ever Baldwin's been a, not a red, red zone, zone guy. Yeah. He caught, even then that year that he scored a bunch of touchdowns, they were from outside the 20. Yep. 
Uh, but there ha- the, the question exists, you know, Paul Richardson's gone, not that he was that special, but the question exists, these targets have now been voided by the team, they have to be made up somewhere. We know that Doug Baldwin and Russell Wilson get along. So I, I could see why he's going 13. high. I agree. I won't take him that high. I've never been a big fan of Doug Baldwin. I don't like. I like Doug Baldwin. I don't like as my game. third receiver. I don't even like him that high. But yeah, thirteen's way too high. I agree with you. Uh, I've got Wilson here at four. This is a conversation we've had a couple of times. He's going QB four. That's too high. I know you've ranked him much higher than I did. You got him. I think as your second, which is which is a more popular pick than mine. I've ranked him. Uh, where'd I rank him? I ranked him nine. That's or, ridiculous. No, I ranked him seven. I ranked him seven. So to me, four is too high. We we've had this conversation, right? The offensive line is garbage. Yep. And and they're not getting any better. But as a fantasy standpoint, lo- you produce it's it's got it can't get worse. It's got to get better. They're losing weapons on the offense. Wilson has made a career of making the entire offense happen on his own without yeah. any help. To me, eventually, that's going to catch up to him. He's still young. He's still quick and spry and can get around. But eventually, that's got to catch up to you. I think he has a little bit of a regression this year. He was far and away the QB1 this year. I think he was 50 points higher than any other QB in the league this year at the end of the season. But I think it catches up to him. And I think four is too high. I'm not going to you know, I'm not gonna plant my stake in that statement and, and maybe even stand by it till draft time on redrafts. But right now, I don't like him. Let me give you stat of the week, buddy. Are, where, are we just stat of the week? Yeah. Hang on. It's the end of the episode. That was so fast. So this is what happens when we don't drink. Big Wiz on his stat of the week. Hit me. Hit you? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. This player accounted for... Russell Wilson. 100% of the team's passing yards, 36% of their rushing yards, 97.4% of their TDs, 37 out of 38%, 29.9% of the team's fantasy points overall... Led team at, in rushing. That's Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. They don't ever run the ball when they get near the end. They never have. Look at the Super Bowl. That was an easy one. I guess what I would give you, though, is from a fantasy standpoint, this guy accounts for so much of this team's I mean, offense. Yeah, all of it. Similar to our girly discussion, four might not be overvalued. I, I agree that he's awesome. I just think this year it's gonna there's going to be some regression. I just do. Todd Gurley. And... and, and you know, when I speak, you listen because... Dwayne's Nuts is the man! Alright, folks, is that it? Are we done? That's it. There's no way we're done. Yeah. FC North. You are very sober. It's good. Getting shit done today. Yeah, believe it or not, we're actually about time. <laughs> 40 minutes. That's good. Uh, Alright, bitch titties. You know where we're at. We already told you. Go find us. Tell your friends about us. Enjoy the NFL draft. I can't wait to talk to you about where these guys go. Wiz, I can't wait to get fucked up watching the draft with you on Thursday. Are you going to get sad if the Bears if the Bears trade up or trade down? N- well, we'll see, who, we'll see who they take. I can't wait for them to t- I hope Quentin Nelson falls to them. I, I will jump for joy. I think I took four back-to-back-to-back-to-back shots immediately after Trubisky went. What's it going to take for, you, what's gonna take for you to do that again? Oh. <laughs> uh, what they trade Mitchell Trubisky? Oh, if they, well, if they take Calvin Ridley. I will take, what if they I'll trade up and get... Calvin Ridley. Oh, if they trade <laughs> up and get Calvin Ridley, I'm changing team allegiances. What if they trade down to get him? How far? What do they get? 15. No. There's better receivers available. Not right. many, but there All are right. better receivers. Anyway, guys, look. Go enjoy the draft, okay? Uh, we will. We'll, we'll talk to you about it afterward. We're going to talk to you about our, our Dynasty startup draft, too. I know a lot of you likes Dynasty. 
fantasy football, and we're going to sound like fucking morons when we talk about it, but oh, we're learning. Geniuses. And we're enjoying it. All right, I got shit to do. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.